evening, afternoon, everyone. I am Tanner here with the red to my Gary Oak, Jay Winkler. Oh, cool. Love I don't Gary. know. I've always favored. Okay. I like Gary. Gary's a good character. Yeah. But like in Dragon Ball Z, I love Vegeta. Sure. You know, in, you know, I'm, I like these bad, the good guys that are really bad guys or the bad guys, like Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Fantastic character. Yeah. Not Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Phenomenal actor, Hayden Christensen, killed the younglings. Great. All right. Uh, <laughs> as always, we're going to start with what we've been playing. Jay, what have you been playing? It's more Rocket League. <laughs> I swear you say that every week. I think every week it's like, Jay, what have you been playing? Man, just a little bit more Rocket League. <laughs> there is nothing out right now that I want to play. And of course, uh, Prey has just come out. Yeah, for those of you listening, uh, Prey came out today. We are filming on a Friday, uh, Friday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to wait for reviews and such to play yeah, yeah, out a little too. bit more me on too. Prey. And of course, the Bethesda thing is that no reviews came out ahead of time, so yeah. we don't really know. Uh, I'm sure there are reviews out now. Oh, yeah, there are some read early impressions. And... Early impressions seems to be positive. Yes. Yeah. I did see Jim Sterling, my homie, uh, tweet that he was three and a half hours in and nothing had grabbed him yet. So, but I mean, he is, you know, he's cynical, like a lot of uh, big games media people are. Um, I have been playing, I finished Night in the Woods, I think I talked about that last stream, so, or two stream, Jesus Christ, uh, podcasts ago. Uh, I have played to entirety the Specter Knight campaign of Shovel Knight. Um, As you may or may not know, I am a huge Shovel Knight fan, it's on my top 10 games of all time that we did a long time ago. We'll probably do that again this year. Kind of rehash it. Yeah. Um, I think that could be cool. But yeah, I, I absolutely adore Shovel Knight. I think... Um, I'll go into depth. Why not? So, Shovel Knight campaign, amazing. Just regular Shovel Knight. Uh, then they announced... Well, actually, it was part of their Kickstarter that they were going to do every one of the uh, eight members of the Order of No Quarter, uh, which is like the bo- the boss rush, basically, at the end. Uh, every one of those eight members, the eight stage bosses you fight, we're going to get their own campaign. Um, and the first one was Plague Knight, which I thought was an interesting choice. I thought they might start sequentially. But Plague mm-hmm. Knight's like right in the middle. Um, and so Plague Knight came out, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought that it was interesting. I thought it did a lot of interesting things. But it was more of just a reskin Shovel Knight with different movement techniques and a little more like range as opposed because you could throw potions as Plague Knight Um, and a little more range as as you were playing Um, with this one it feels amazing it's much more fluid it's like I would say it's like Shovel Knight was inspired by something like Ninja Gaiden a little bit more Mm. Um, there's a lot more like swiftness and speed and slashing and uh, jumping and attacking and dashing yeah it's really cool Um, it also does a great job of not feeling as reskinned as uh, the Plague Knight stuff did. The Plague Knight stuff played pretty note for note like regular Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. um, which I get. They had just come out with a game uh, that was their first foot in the water. Now they've heard you know feedback from that. Um, the Specter Knight thing, Specter of Torment, is what the the DLC is called. It's free. It is very calculated. Uh, the did you ever play Shovel Knight at all? No. Um, so when we sidebar, yeah, Show, Vanilla Shovel Knight. Because I've looked, yes, not on it's you cannot just buy Vanilla Shovel Knight on the PlayStation Store now. Really, on PS4 you have to buy like the some full. It's like still like twenty five dollars to buy like a full like. I don't huh. know. It must include some of the DLCs. Like you cannot just buy. But all the DLC is free, so that's strange. I don't know. It's so it doesn't just say like there are two separate entries. There's Shovel Knight and then there's Shovel Knight. I don't remember what the full like expanded version is called. Yeah, but you cannot just buy. Shovel Knight. Hmm. If Shovel Knight were like ten dollars, I'd probably buy it and play it. I mean, it probably should be ten dollars yeah. at this point. I mean, I think it was twenty when I bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, we could do a uh, a stream Ooh. and let you play through it, and I can just kind of sit there and watch and yeah. make fun of you. Uh, and then I can make you play Bloodborne. Yeah, that's fun. I'm cool with that. I mean, you can beat Shovel Knight in like three hours. It's, yeah. it's not that long. You game. can't beat Bloodborne in three hours. I'm sure someone has come close. Well, I don't know if they can beat it in three hours, but they can beat it a lot faster than we can. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but going back to, to Specter Knight, it feels very fluid. Uh, the The motivations are much clearer, and they do some really cool um, story things that they never really did in Shovel Knight. Mm. So, uh, you know, Shovel Knight kind of has a very... I won't say generic, but a very um, 
standard start of a game of that era. Like, yeah. hey, you know, you, you've lost your your partner who was Shield Knight. You need yeah. to go find her. Like all that kind of stuff. Um, with Specter Knight, they're definitely taking some liberties, and it's cool because Shovel Knight was always the good guy. So Specter Knight was, you know, as a as you play Specter Knight is kind of a bad guy, Ooh. but seeing. How he got there was really cool. Yeah. And they do something with, with this DLC that I didn't expect, which is um, they did flashbacks oh. to before he was Specter Knight. Was he like a Saiyan prince? No, but he was human, and I wasn't expecting like it was it was really cool. I don't want to spoil too much. Uh so like Specter Knight is just like this hooded figure, so right. you assume it's human, but okay. they uh, Are there non humans in Shovel Knight? Yeah, there's like horse people and oh. like a bunch of different Interesting. Yeah. Um so, it, it, it's just really cool. I, I highly recommend it. If you like Shovel Knight, definitely check it out. If you haven't got Shovel Knight, I don't know that that's a weird P, uh, PS Store yeah. issue. Um, but I, I cannot recommend that game enough. It's awesome. Yeah, I look for it often. Then, like, like uh, every week I check the sales. Yeah. Hoping, oh, maybe Shovel Knight's going to be here. Because if it's cheap, I want to buy it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're not the only one. People sing praises of oh, that Shovel game Knight's everywhere. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and I would like to get into more, you know, retro style games. Yeah. So I'd like to give it a try. That's me with the uh, the Binding of Isaac DLC uh, that eventually came to PS4. The yeah. Not Rebirth, Afterbirth, I think is what it's called. <laughs> because, of course, it is. Um, yeah, I always want that thing to go on sale. Because I loved Binding of Isaac, and I'd yeah. love to get back into it. But I just need that little push. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to... I guess that's all the, the, the games we've been playing. Our first topic, we've got two kind of big topics uh, this week. Is games coming out this year... Or supposed to come out this year. You know, yeah. We don't know about delays. Scheduled. That we think... How do we want to phrase this? Could. May disappoint. Um, if you want to take it away. Because it was kind of your, uh, yeah. your idea. Because we started off as just like... And mine are... Here's the way I'm going to break it down. Okay. There is, one of my games is like... Just to categorize one of these. One is like... People are like... Oh yeah. That's probably not going to be very good. Okay. But... I have a justification okay. as for why it will be disappointing. Okay. And other ones are like people will probably hype up too much. Okay. So there's a lot of different ways you could justify why. Yeah, we have, as always, we haven't uh, consulted about our list. Yeah. Um, you have three games, you said? Maybe four? I have. Well, I'll get into the caveat in a second. Okay. Well, I I have uh, four games, so it's not it's not a, a list. There will be a list in, yeah. a, uh, in the next topic. Yeah. But for now, we're just going to talk about games that we want to disappoint. Do you want me to start? Or you want to start? Sure, you go ahead. Because you have four. So you uh, this is the one that makes the most sense to me and hurts me the most. Oh, no. I think Cuphead is going to disappoint. Oh. Which, I, I, you know, I I can't ignore... I, I may be reading into the tea leaves a little bit too much, but I can't ignore all the signs that Cuphead went from something amazing yeah. and kind of small, and then it got delayed, which happens, mm-hmm. especially in indie games. Kudos to them for never going early access. I appreciate yeah. that. I hate early access. Um, as a general, of course, it's worked in some cases. But I think that, you know, the the prime time for this game to have come out was 2015, mm-hmm. after it had been delayed, when Xbox said, hey, we're partnering with them. Yeah. And then they're just like, okay, it's on Xbox 2, and that's it. Yeah. That could have been big for them. Yeah, that could have been really big. Um I was always going to play it on PC, but that was definitely something like, oh, if I get an Xbox, I can play Cuphead yeah. there. What I think happened, and I, of course, we don't have any insider information, but from reading about it and from just thinking about it a lot, what I think happened is that they got the Xbox money. It was more than they expected. Yeah. Um, and then they said, okay, well, we had this vision, because if you, if you read about um, game development a lot, you always know that Every game has bits that just have to be cut out, either for financial reasons or for time, uh, for time developing a game, for time playing the game. Um, just, you know, things don't line up. A lot of, th- usually the game you play isn't what the person who made its vision for whatever reason. Yeah. It's m- most of it, but things get cut. Um, so I imagine maybe when they first started pitching the game, they thought it could be less than, a, or, or more than a boss rush, which is what it initially was going to be. Um, and then they got the Microsoft money and they said, you know what, let's go ahead, instead of waiting for a sequel to do it, Let's just go ahead and do it now. Retool the, the game and make it more of a a classic like um, like Mega Man style game where you go through the levels and then fight the yeah. bosses. I think that they have sort of bit off more than they can chew, and this game is starting to reach. Um, I don't want to say No Man's Sky level, but like it has a very big expectation. Yeah. Do I think the game's going to be bad? No. 
But I don't think the game is going to be as good as would warrant the hype around it, the news around it. People always mention Cuphead yeah. uh, when D2. you see E3 discussions and stuff. And I'm very excited for it. I think it looks awesome. But I think it's just going to disappoint based on the expectations we have for it and all of the, the signs where it's been delayed and delayed and delayed. And there's still not a hard date. It still just says mid-2017. Yeah. where That's right around the corner. I mean, I could totally see them doing, you know, and it's out tonight at E3. Yeah. Um, but even then, I don't know how that would how that would receive, especially it being early. It's There's a whole lot of, of things that could go wrong for Cuphead. Yeah, which they've been silent for a while. Yeah, they have. You know, which might be... Studio... Four letters. I don't remember what the four letters yeah, are. It's sure. like MHRC or something. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that could two initials. That could mean two things. One, things are really not going well. Mm. Uh, this is not. It's not panning out like they'd hoped. Yeah. Or they're trying to do the anti No Man's Sky strategy and just shut up. Yeah. Which would might be the best thing to do at this point for yeah. the amount of time this game has been drawn out. So. Yeah. yeah, that might be the best thing. I mean, here's what I here's what I think is going to happen with Cuphead. I think it's probably if I if I have to bet like a seventy five on Metacritic, like not a bad game, not a not a good game. It's just a game. Um, no, a good game, but not a great game. Yeah. Um, it's not going to live up to a lot of expectations. I think they're going to get a big trailer at E three for Xbox and finally get the date. Yeah, you know, maybe two weeks from then or whatever. Um, but I, I just don't think that this game is going to turn out because I, I read a lot of preview stuff when they had the. Uh, the side-scrolling levels uh, when they first debuted those at E3 last year. Um, and people were like, oh, yeah, the boss rushes are great. This is kind of bland, yeah. like this this little part. So maybe they retooled it. Maybe that's why they got when they went silent. Yeah. Uh, we never know, and we won't know until the game comes out. But I think that that's something that could happen. Mm-hmm. All right. So my first game that I I know, like I'm, I'm very confident okay. that this game will disappoint relatively. Okay. Did you see the new Mario Rabbids thing? Yes, I did. It's Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah. A Mario RPG. Yeah. What in the world are they thinking over there? I don't know. I And this is going to play in later. Yeah. So, all we know that it is... It, 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 sorry, yeah. that it exists, yeah. right? And it is pegged to come out this fall. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I saw... I forget what I tweeted. I remember quoting the tweet and tweeting something silly about it. Um you know, I wonder, I don't know who this move is for. I don't either. Because for Ubisoft, I mean, I guess it gets your weird dying franchise on the same level playing field with Mario. But for really Nintendo, doesn't. that just brings Mario down to the Rayman yeah. level, uh, at least in RPGs. And The, Ra- the Rabbids. And, and, or yeah, sorry. Uh, I love Rayman. Yeah. Rayman cross Mario would be awesome. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, the Rabbids are... Weird, and they've never had like a real genre, so no. it's weird for them to be an RPG. Mm-hmm. Is Mario going to be fighting the rabbits? Are they going to be teaming up? Well, the did you see the playable characters? No, the playable character. I, I, I just think, saw the headline. Yeah, I think I remember this correctly. There are eight playable characters: Mario, okay, Luigi, okay, Yoshi, and Peach. Okay, and then there's a rabbit dressed as Mario, a rabbit dressed as Luigi, a rabbit dressed as Yoshi, and a rabbit dressed as Peach. <laughs> this so is the, it's like this is the same legacy of a thousand year door that yeah. is now with rabbits in it. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna lead into. And now it's like I feel and like this is not a com- uncommon thing to. I mean, people are like, like, what are they thinking? Yeah, why are they making this? It's a weird move. But here's the reason it's gonna disappoint even heavily, even more heavily. They're launching it almost simultaneously with a new full scale 3D Mario game. Yeah, why? Yeah. Like, why on earth, not only would you, I don't want to say cannibalize your own game, but why would you distract from your big, ambitious Mario game that's probably going to be great? Yeah. With this other Mario game that's probably not going to be great. Right. So, it's just really a weird mindset to put the consumer in to yeah. have these two games out in the ether at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, g- going back to what uh, what I was kind of saying is like, let's think about this for a second. Ubisoft, going back to Wii U... Had the deal to do uh, Zombie U, which did happen, yeah. and Rayman Legends to be exclusive. They to brought Wii U. it over there. That second one didn't pan out. I assume from the sales of Zombie U because that was a launch game. Yeah, um, and that went cross platform. Now the Switch is getting Rayman Legends Definitive Edition, which is fun. It's a great game. Um, so I wonder if I, I just want to know who's courting who in this decision. 
Also, is this a Nintendo-developed game, or is this a UB Studio making this game? Like, Yeah, I'm not sure if it's even out in the wild yet. Right, right, right. I'm, I, just, I just don't... You know, I like the idea of crossovers with franchises. Yeah. I think Ubisoft and Nintendo have a lot of cool things they could crossover yeah. with. This is not one of them. Yeah, you imagine this might be Nintendo just... The most desperate clinked third-party support. Like, can we Any, have one of your anything. IP? Yeah. So, it's and so it's the weird. worst one they could have possibly. It, it really uh, well. Which would be worse? I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this to you. This. Yeah. Or Mario and Just Dance 2018. <laughs> Mario's Just Dance. Mario dancing. I don't. If it was Super like, Dance Brothers. <laughs> I don't know. That could actually. That would, I mean, it's like that's not. Like, I mean, there have been like you know, stu- it's, it's like a Mario Party mini game blown up into its own yeah. thing. Yeah. So, to me, this is just a strange Mario and Rabbit is just a th- strange thing to exist. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. It's why did these ever come together? Who pitched this? Who courted this? Like, I want to know. This is one of those things that I want like a long form article yeah. written about that will never happen. Like, I want to know how this came together. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. And then I I totally thought it was fake when I first saw it. Oh yeah, I would. and then I saw like Jason Trier was like, "Yep, I can confirm. I have three yeah. different sources saying this is real." Like, it's so weird. That's just a weird decision. It is. Yeah, the game's definitely going to be disappointing. And yeah, it, you know, you said it's it's going in fall. Yeah, this is totally like a May game next year to hold off until June when you have another big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is not it, yeah, a holiday game at all. It's not even a good a fall point game. too because I mean they're even because. And this word is this is the a current theory that I'm brewing. Okay. Have you seen the statistic that there are more copies of Zelda sold in America than there are Nintendo Switches? No. There are literally there have been more copies of Zelda sold than Switches. Well, that's Switch and Wii U combined, I assume. Must be. Yeah. Oh yeah, that I, I'm sure that is what it is. So <laughs> those two are very highly correlated. Yeah. I mean you have to assume everyone who owns a Switch has Zelda. Yeah. And then 100 people bought it on Wii U. And, you, and you have to assume that's why a lot of people bought a Switch. Absolutely. They, those things wouldn't be so tied statistically if that weren't the case. Sure. It's like Wii and Wii Sports, almost. It's yeah. not a tie-in, but it basically is. Yeah. Like, it's the game you're playing. So you got to think, maybe they're just going to try to go all in on the fall and sell as many of these things as possible because they're assuming they don't have anything else down the line. Oh, jeez. Like so, they're just trying to get uh, they're trying to get all as the many sales sw- in yeah. before Mario hits, and then they because they have nothing for 2018. Yeah, it's a scary thought, but not an improbable thought. Yeah, and not but, unprecedented from Nintendo. Look yeah. at the Wii U launch; they had all these great games in the first year, and then nothing. Yeah, weird. Uh, okay, so I my my second game to disappoint. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some some pre caveats in this. All right, one. Do I think this is going to happen? Probably not. Okay. Do I think it could happen? Absolutely. Yeah. Two, this may be a personal disappointment more than a critical disappointment. Okay. Super Mario Odyssey. Oh. I think Super Mario Odyssey looks weird. I (laughs) don't like the humans at all. I like it. I think it's so Sonic 06 and I hate it. Um, And I think the way Zelda delivered is great for Nintendo, but... Also puts themselves in a very high standard for Mario. Oh, yeah. um, and now I, I think this could be a case of this might be a game that scores really high but just doesn't resonate with people. Yeah. Um, as you know, Nintendo properties can do that. I also think that every Super Mario 3D game has been amazing, and at some point, not cl- not counting the DS stuff, the the console stuff, yeah, and not the weird two D three D. I mean, yeah, like, I don't like those. The actual three D Super Mario games, you know, Galaxy Two, Galaxy Sunshine, sixty four. Am I forgetting one? You in a weird order. Sixty four, Sunshine, Galaxy. Yeah, I think Galaxy Galaxy Two. Galaxy 2. Yeah, I just went. Yeah. I just went most. And then they went like three D Land. Yeah, yeah. So those are all great games, and I mean, it wouldn't be surprising to me if this game fell a little flat. Plus, you know, it's been... When was Galaxy 2? 2011? Yeah. So, like, six years, we estimate. Um, I don't know. I You know, this could be a different team. And all signs point to it being cool, but I'm not a big fan of the, the hub world stuff that we're mm-hmm. seeming to get, and I'm not a fan of the humanized stuff. Uh, I just think it could be a little disappointing. Yeah. I like the humans just because it, it immediately struck me as like, oh, 
Spider-Man swinging around New York kind of thing. Ah, yeah. That's I love the explores, exploration in games like that. I'm not even opposed to having a city with Mario-looking characters yeah. running around. It's just the... With goofy-looking humans, not human humans. Yeah, it's just the weird dichotomy of this is what Mario looks like, but then there's just this guy from The Sims. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's weird. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I wonder if... The, I. It seems like it's sort of like an interdimensional kind of thing. Like... Like, yeah, like Mario pops through a manhole and just comes out in a different dimension in our yeah. dimension. Uh, and then he goes into some weird... I mean, probably akin to... I mean, let's think about it. All right. 64 was you're hopping through paintings. Yeah. Sunshine was you're hopping on islands. And then Galaxy where you're hopping through planets. Yeah. So what makes more sense than now he's hopping through time? <laughs> like he's in different dimensions and... Actually, you know what? <laughs> that could be a great explanation for the humans... Is that this is in an alternate dimension where humans look more realistic, but it's just Mario. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it'll ever get that in depth. Probably not. Oh, but, yeah. I'm, uh, sure they, I'm sure they haven't thought that in deep about the scientific yeah. implications of the Mario universe. <laughs> this deep lore of yeah. Mario. All right. Well, that, that that's one that I think could disappoint for sure. All right. So my next one yeah. is a game that will not only disappoint me, yeah. but will disappoint a lot of people who thought that this was going to make a great comeback. Assassin's Creed Empire. Ooh. Oh, is that a confirmed title? That, I don't know if that's the confirmed title, but that's like the working like project mm-hmm. kind of title. Rumored to be set in ancient Egypt. Okay, I want to I want to address this really quickly. Go for it. How many years has it been since the Egypt rumor has been going around? Well, I swear uh, it's been like three or four years. Well, there's been all... like They've done feudal Japan has been rumored. Yeah, yeah, I remember the Japan stuff Egypt too. has been thrown out there. Uh, of course, I mean... Uh, like Victorian England was forever before they actually did Syndicate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking with this. Yeah. Sorry. Watch Dogs Two has come out. It was great. Yeah. I like Watch Dogs. People a lot. people are high on Watch Dogs again. Yeah. Watch Dogs is now a firmly entrenched franchise yep. for Ubisoft. It's going to be consistent. And now people are thinking, oh, we've sent this Assassin's Creed team off. We've given them their time. They're going to come back revamped and renewed and with a new experience. I just think it's just going to be Assassin's Creed again. Mm. Like, I just kind of feel like, you know, when they, they stepped out of the box a little bit, I think it was with, with Unity when they introduced, like, the like climb down mechanic. Mm. You know, they started to get more, to introduce new things. Yeah. I don't see them, in, but none of these things really changed the fundamental way that you play Assassin's Creed. I don't think they've innovated anything new. I'm not sure that there's really much left to be innovated in those games. Okay. So I think this one's just going to come out. And, of course, what can you do in ancient Egypt compared to what you could do in, like, Victorian London, which is the most modern setting that they yeah, had? Right. Are you going to be, like, ziplining down the pyramids or something? Yeah, I don't know. That is strange. Also, real quick, Unity is the one with the weird faces, right? Well. Unity was the one with the, Unity the, the bug eye. I think Syndicate, I mean, Unity came out was the one that was entirely broken. Yes. Then Syndicate came. I don't. Wait, was Syndicate more recent than Unity? Yeah, Syndicate was the most recent Assassin's Where Creed. was Syndicate? Victorian England. Unity okay, right. was uh, the France. French Revolution. Right, okay. Uh, and then before that was Black Flight. Yeah. The good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. I could, I could totally. I mean, the way you pitch that sounds absolutely 100% plausible. I just. I, I agree with you. I don't know what else you can do in Assassin's Creed without killing it. Or making it just a completely different game, which I'm fine with. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, the thing I really liked about Black Flag, or one of the things I really liked, was the the boat stuff. Yeah. I, I loved sailing boat around. Stuff was fun. And, you know, that's not going to be in Egypt. No. Unless you're just doing something on the Niles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Egypt. Mm. Assassin's Creed. I almost warfare. prefer feudal Japan. Feudal. Because um, you got samurais yeah. and stuff. Because they could go all in on like the sword play and that sort yeah. of stuff. That'd be really cool. That'd be cool if they really gave... A, a, like, that's something that was cool about Black Flag with the ship stuff. It really had its own character, that game. Yeah, yeah. It felt different. You know, Unity and Syndicate just kind of just felt like bigger worlds, same missions type and general gameplay. Uh, yeah. I feel like I've almost outgrown Assassin's Creed. Mm. It's weird. Mm. Just because I, I haven't... Uh, two games in a row. Unity. I mean, Unity was awful. Unity was garbage. Yeah. And I and that just soured me on Syndicate. And I went in. I bought Syndicate. And I played it for 
three or four hours, and it was like, this is fine, but it's not. It's not what I loved about Assassin's Creed 2 or even Brotherhood. And then they tried to recapture some of that magic in 4, and then it just, you know, fizzled out. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, man, I hate that. I mean, I, I know you, you really love some of those games. Yeah. I'd love to see him hook me again. I'm just not sure yeah. if they will. Um, yeah, I think that's that's totally fair and absolutely plausible. Hopefully it's not true. All right, Jay. You're not going to like this one. I'm not. And neither am I. Oh, no. I think Red Dead Redemption 2 could disappoint. I mean, it could disappoint relative to the first one. I'm going to put that out there. Yes. I. But what are you going to say? All right, so GTA Five, a great game. Great game. That got way too focused on the online way too quickly. Yeah. Here's a plausible scenario I think could happen. They announced Red Dead is always online because they made so much money off GTA yeah. Online. We've talked about this. Yeah. Or, you know, Red Dead single player, good to great. It's going to be hard to recapture the magic of the first Red Dead. We're at a different time. We know open world games a lot better than we did then. Yeah. The Witcher, Fallout, you know, all these great open world games exist now. Um, and we even saw that to an extent with Fallout where it's like, Oh yeah, man! Fallout Four is great, but it just got lapped by The Witcher. Yeah. I didn't even like The Witcher, but it was so obvious yeah. that The Witcher was a better game. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I am hesitant to go all in on Red Dead until we see more stuff, until we know a little bit more. I think that they might, even if let's say it's not always online, but there's a single player campaign, it could get a little too crazy with the hopping between characters. Yeah. Like GTA did. Um. And it was clever in GTA. I hope that's not a mechanic they return to. Yeah. It's spe- it felt special for 5, but I I don't want it in 6 for GTA. Yeah. I mean, I don't want it in this game either. And I I know they revamped gunplay a little bit. Uh, but you know, gunplay has never been great in Rockstar games. Like it's never been like, "Oh, this oh, feels so good." Yeah. Um and we could just, you know, it could just have it could just come up short on a lot of things we're expecting. Plus, Red Dead is one of those franchises like Fallout, like um Metal Gear to an extent. Uh GTA, there there are a ton of them that has so much hype around it. People adore Red Dead. Um, you and I both love that game. Yeah. It hasn't been tarnished yet, right? And and it's Red Dead. It's been so long since the first one that it's almost got this weird like afterlife of, I guess, rose colored glasses. Right? Yeah. That this game is just amazing and and perfect. And then similar to what happened with me with Fallout Four, where it's just like, oh, this game's good. But it's not it's not recapturing the same magic. Now, I fear mm-hmm. that could happen with Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, I almost I almost feel like that's just becoming a trend. Yeah, in me games, too. You know, like games like like Infamous Second Son's a good example mm. that was just you yeah, know on paper example. it's a great game. Yeah, but just yeah, it was a fine game. It didn't have the same resonance. Je ne sais quoi. that the first two did. Yeah, and for me especially the first one to me they got progressively worse. But the first two are amazing. Yeah, but and Second Son's great, just not doesn't have the same character, the same depth. Right, and that's me with, you know, 3 in New Vegas mm. compared to 4. Yeah. Uh, I think part of it is just, it's hard. It would, be a hard. it would be really hard to be a developer, and especially like a writer or someone in this position. I mean, game development's incredibly hard. I'm not trying to, to squander how hard game development is. But in this particular situation, where it's this weird mix of, okay, how much do we lean on the nostalgia and what people love from this game and how much do we try to innovate. Yeah. I think Fallout leaned a little bit too much on what people loved and then their innovations were a little weird. Yeah. You know, like the I I personally kind of liked the the uh the base building and the, and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. but there was just something missing and I don't know if that was me getting older, I don't know if that was me being more experienced in games. Fallout 3 was one of the first um you know, real tangible gaming experiences I remember what in just a single player game that I put a ton of hours in. Um, I, I just wonder if that trend is because people are too heavy on what got them there, but not heavy enough on what's going to get them to the next point. Yeah. That almost makes you think about developers that I like really have faith in. Mm. That might be a good topic for down the line. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because I already have, I mean, immediately one comes to mind, but we'll sure. talk about that later. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Tanner. I've said my piece. I'm going to stab you right in the heart. Oh, no. I think the Crash Bandicoot remastered. No! Because you're just revamping incredibly old games. Yeah. You're making them aesthetically beautiful, but you're not really updating 
the mechanics. Yeah, my worry is that those games will feel old. Yeah. Um, and I think they will, but, you know, I can't, I can't help but be hyped about it. And yeah. I think the funny thing is, I don't think we've set a game between us except for the Rabbids one. Yeah. That we're not personally excited for. Or at least one of us, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, I don't, I'm not too hyped about Assassin's Creed, but Assassin's Creed, one of those franchises I could always be swayed in the direction like yeah. I was with Black Flag. And I'm intimately familiar with that franchise. Right. Um, so, I don't want it to be bad, but I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think that, you know, it is going to feel old. Not being able to control your camera is going to feel a little yeah. weird. Here's kind of what I think will happen. Okay. I think the people like you, yeah. the real legacy fans, sure. are going to love it. Yeah. Because it's, it is what you remember it to right. be. Right. But people are going to see this and say, oh, this is pretty. It's a cool looking old school platform. I'm going to buy this. Oh, it feels old and janky. It's and clunky. Yeah. People who don't. Like, I'm not going to buy it, you know, unless they, like, somehow reviews come out. It's just like, oh, they've totally rebuilt it and it's amazing. Yeah. I won't get it because sure. I know that me going back and playing a game like that, it just feels strange. Yeah, and I think that's a problem with even just the archival of games, period. It's yeah. hard to, you know, we're so, I guess, spoiled with certain mechanics now Yeah, um, that going back and playing something from even, like, NES and Super Nintendo era... era um, is is hard sometimes, you know, just missing out on basic functions, you know, not having joysticks and, you know, pressing a weird button to get to the menu and things that just hadn't been narrowed down and refined yet. And I think Crash is a, is a good example of things that hadn't been refined. Here's what I think. Crash is helped by the fact that it's a fixed camera. Mm. Um, I think Spyro remastered, if they do eventually do it. I don't know if they will or not. Um, I think that could feel older in a weird way than Crash, because Spyro, if you go back and play it on PS1, the camera controls are awful. Yeah. Similar to going back to, like, Super Mario 64, where it's just like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. I, I can only zoom to, like, certain corners. It's very strange. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the the part that's going to feel old is probably the movement mm-hmm. and the general play style. I mean, we haven't seen one of those types of games in forever. Yeah. Crash is almost its own genre to a point. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think unfortunately you're probably right. But I think I'll like it some. Oh yeah, I'm fine. You'll have fun with it. Yeah. Um, my last game before we move on to our other topic is one that I guess neither of us care about that much, but a lot of people love this franchise, and I think it's a franchise that has gotten lapped many a time. Gran Turismo Sport. The lap was on purpose. That was a, that was an intentional oh. one. Um, I think it was starting to happen with GT5. I think Forza and Project Cars and all these... Uh, Dude, the crew. <laughs> what's the, the Alpha one? Alpha Romeo? Alpha Romeo, I don't know. I mean, People Alpha... love that game on PC. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, again, something that you know made its name. And I remember Gran Turismo games as the games you always rented to see how pretty the system was. Yeah. You looked at it and you're like, oh man, this looks great. Okay, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Um, and people love Gran Turismo, but I, I think that it's just been done better. Uh, I think Forza is kind of eating its lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with the, the rapidity they can get those games out, as opposed to Gran Turismo, who takes six years to make a racing game, which is weird. Yeah, I, I just don't think that game's going to deliver. Uh, I think that I could totally see that game be like a six. Yeah. Um, it's just been gestating for so long. The only saving point I think I could see is if the VR is awesome. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Because um, VR... that could be why it's been just a yeah, that's true. Long that they're converting it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just I hope it's not bad for all those people who love Gran Turismo. I know that's that just has such a yeah. cachet with some people. Um, and I've I've played plenty of Gran Turismo. My dad was always very into Gran Turismo. Um, it just never quite clicked with me. I like more arcadey racers. Mm-hmm. But I I hope it's not bad. But that's if I had to pick a lock. It's probably that one. I think the smart thing for them to do would be to at least, at the very least, have that game on VR. Because then at least you it, can say... It is confirmed for VR. It I'm is. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Because then they can say, oh, at least we're trying to innovate here. Yeah. We're trying to make this into... The next chapter in Grand Turismo. Yeah, something new. Because, I mean, was it, this game was slated... When was this game originally supposed to come out? It was a long time 2014? ago. 2014? So it was probably going to be a both consoles game, right? Yeah, maybe. Those are always rough. Yeah. Those almost never pan out yeah. as well as you expect them to. So, Except for NBA 2K14. <laughs> I don't know what it played like on PS3. Yeah. But. All right. Well, 
those are our uh, those are our games that we think will disappoint. What games coming up in the calendar year do you think will disappoint? Let us know in the comments, and we will get back to you and share our thoughts. Jay, what I'm assuming will be the the titular topic, mm-hmm. the eponymous topic of this episode. Uh, the ten things Nintendo can do to suck a little less. Uh, we here's the thing. I loved Nintendo as a kid. I still have a a deep rooted love for a lot of Nintendo properties. I'm Nintendo will be one of those people or one of those companies, I guess, that I always watch, always wait for announcements, and and, and still keep up to date because there's something that could always hook me. Yeah, I think you're the same way as far as like you grew up with a lot of Nintendo stuff. I've, I mean, played a lot of N64. Yeah, had a GameCube, had a Wii. Some for some reason had a Wii U. Yeah. Uh, now, did you did you ever have like a like an SNES? I never. We never had an SNES. Mm. I played. My cousin had an SNES. Played yeah. a little bit of hers. Uh, that's that's probably like my first console I really remember. I remember playing NBA Jam a yeah. lot. Um, we had an NES. Uh, I played you know some of the classics yeah. a little bit as a kid, as much as you can as a yeah. kid. Um, but you know SNES was like my first. Real console, I remember playing anything of any consequence on, and then, yeah, N64, I grew into, and then PS1, and then my uncle had a GameCube, and he mm-hmm. bought a lot of games, so we got to play a lot of those. And then, actually, GameCube was the last Nintendo system I'm really familiar with. I never owned a Wii. Um, or Wii U, which yeah. is why. Um, you know, and I, I would like to get a Switch at some point, but they could spur me into getting a Switch a lot quicker if they did these ten things. Jay, what is your... What is your first thing Nintendo could do to suck a little less? Going right uppercut right out of the oh, gate. Gee, that's a that's a bad gesture you just made. <laughs> you just told everybody F you. I, no, I just I mean it's like upper, that's it's that's really close. Can you can you stop okay. Is that really a thing? This is? Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's like an old like screw you, man. Uh huh. Well I didn't flip them off though. No, but no, this is. Oh, well. You learn something new every day. <laughs> that's true. Uh so, my first one is the, the, it's almost... Also, we haven't seen each other's list, and if there's something that he has that I have, or vice versa, we'll, we'll just, just talk, talk about, about it more. This is, this is like the gaming white whale. Okay. And it's the legendary, it's out there in the ether somewhere, the Pokemon RPG. Okay. But here's what it's going to be, because this was my main point. You know what game they should model it after? And it's clear as day to me now. Nino Kuni. Horizon Zero Dawn. Think about the map of Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Icons of the machines everywhere. Just think about, mm. oh, there's a hub of Pikachu at this part mm, of the map. Okay. And, you know, and that map's, you know, super large. You could have gems at every corner or whatever. I was just thinking about that. Area. I was like, Wow. That is like the perfect template yeah. for what for the way you could design a world with these creatures in it. I thought that would be perfect. Yeah, that's that's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd never thought about... Because to me, the Pokemon RPG is just Nino Kuni. Because yeah. Nino Kuni is just Pokemon. Mm. Like, they're, they're very similar, so I imagine that's what Pokemon... I never thought of it adapting sort of a Western RPG style. Yeah. Because that could be really cool. And even if it's not, oh, here's... A bunch of Pikachu's. It could be like, oh, here's a bunch of electric type. Exactly. And here's a bunch of ground type, mm-hmm. and it could match the terrain. And yeah, that's really cool. Okay, well, I, I like that one a lot. I don't really have much more to say. That's just a that's a great idea. There you go. Uh, my first hire one, me. And this doesn't all have to relate to the Switch. Not all of ours will, I assume. I think a lot of mine will. A lot of mine will. First off, this is kind of a kind of a bundle here. You re-release the NES Classic. You put them back in stores. I know you discontinued them. That's the wrong move. You make them $40 as a gesture of goodwill. And then you pack in a wireless controller. I think this makes so much sense. Again, I know I've talked about it a lot. This can't cost them more than like $10 a unit. Yeah. Probably like 5 It could even be like $2. I mean, the thing they have in here is just like a little Linux computer. Um, you can buy... One for yourself that's like twenty bucks that can run anything up to like N sixty four. So I, at a bulk price with a manufacturer, this can't be more than like ten dollars. Yeah. I'd love to see the numbers on that. Me too. And it's just, 
I know they sold 2 million units, which is crazy to me, because I didn't think they made 2 million units. Yeah. But this thing could sell 10 million if you just... Think about it. It's the price of one game. Yeah. Like, it's such an appealing offer that I just want them to, to come out and say, hey, we understand. We saw a lot of demand with the NES Classic. We didn't think you guys were as passionate about this as you, as you were. We're going to re-release it. And in order to, you know, appease uh, some of your complaints, we're going to cut the price. And we're going to pack in a wireless controller. Mm -hmm. I think it just makes all the sense in the world. They're just leaving money on the table, as Nintendo is prone to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. They are. At $40, I think that's a must-buy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At that price. You can't avoid it. No. I mean, that's just a cool little novelty. You have. I mean, you can buy three of them and have them in every room of your house. Yeah. (laughs) So, let's see. Make a great Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. For Especially like, for, for like, like little kids. Or even to like older folk yeah. who grew up with an NES. Yeah. Like, just as a fun little novelty. Yeah, like people in, yeah. Yeah. All right. So my next one. Okay. Do you remember on the GameCube mm-hmm. where they had the ad- <laughs> the adapter where you could play like uh, Game Boy games? Yeah. You could plug it into the mm-hmm. bottom. I want a Switch adapter mm. that will play... It's a disc adapter. Oh, so you can play like GameCube, Wii, or Wii U games. Okay, I'm gonna. Do I lump this in? No, go ahead. All right, because like that's something that was good about the Wii because you could just slide in the little tiny GameCube discs into the Wii. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how small the GameCube uh, discs are. Oh yeah, they're itty bitty. They're yeah. like the PSP discs if they didn't come in the stupid plastic cases. <laughs> Did you? Uh, do you still have a lot of GameCube games? I might have. I, I still have Smash. That's the only one you need. Yeah, really. And maybe Wind Waker. Yeah, and then we can go buy all. We already have all the Tony Hawks for. That's true. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. Oh, no, we got to get the Dragon Ball Z games. Never mind. Okay, and Super Monkey Ball. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like because that's another thing. A lot of mine are going to be like adding value to the Switch. Yeah, mine are too. And I think this is a great way to do that because. A lot of the people who own a Switch are the people who own a Wii or a Wii U or a GameCube or an N64 or whatever. Mm. So giving them a way to play their old games on the new console just adds value to your system. And I would, I mean, I still have, you know, I have Smash for Wii U and all these other games that they haven't created remasters for yet, even though a lot of these are probably in the works. Yeah. But I'd still like to be able to play... Smash Melee, any of these old GameCube games, a lot of them would yeah. be fun to bring back. Uh, I'm going to... Actually, this is my second in my line. I say, in order to increase the value of the Switch, and this is something that if rolled out correctly, I would buy a Switch tomorrow. Announce Nintendo 64 and GameCube Virtual Console. I think it makes all the sense in the world. And they Why they haven't done N64 yet? Because they haven't, right? Not to my knowledge. Why... Oh my god, it makes so much sense. Do you know how many people would sh- would pay 15 bucks cuz that's usually the virtual console stuff mm. for Super Mario 64 again? You would just make so much like I'm not some of these things I'm not even approaching. I mean, this was I would love this as a fan of, you know, Legacy Nintendo, of course. Yeah. But some of these things make so much sense as a business move and they're just not doing them mm-hmm. and I don't get why. Yeah. You know, I don't care if you hire the guy who made the best N64 emulator to figure out how to work it on the Switch. Like, just get it working. And it, it makes so much sense. They have such a great catalog. And, that you know, that's always Nintendo's strong suit. They have such a great catalog of internal games. They don't have to worry about licensing or any of that kind of stuff. But they can if they want. I just think this makes all the sense in the world. And if you give people a portable GameCube machine, you're going to sell a ton of Switches. Yeah. So, I, we're going to hear a lot about the virtual con- And mine are, like, different ways... Right, well, let's go ahead. And, here's my next one, Tanner. Okay. So we've, we've talked ad nauseum about Nintendo's stupid subscription service. Yes. So here's the way they should do it. Okay. They need to make it cheaper or at least at the very most on par with PS Plus and Games with Gold. Which is $60, $60 a, year? a year. Rumor has it it's going to be cheaper than that. Okay. I've looked into it a little bit. Rumor has it, rumor has it it's only going to be like, 30 something dollars a month or not okay. a month a year yeah uh, yeah it'd be a lot so here's what they should the do the price of a switch in a year you make your subscription 35 dollars a year unlimited access to the virtual console 
I like it. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna just piggy- open the floodgates. I'm gonna piggyback off you. All I, uh, mine was do a Nintendo season pass like the Xbox Game Pass. Allow access to all NES and SNES yeah. games. Yeah, and I would even thing. maybe bump it to N64. Yes, and keep maybe you, the GameCube. There's still plenty of value in those games being sure. sold like a la carte. Sure, but I think you could up you could sell a lot of these subscriptions if you included the N64. Yes, so and at that point, I'd be happy to pay sixty dollars a year for it. Yeah, and I'd also like you go buy a Switch tomorrow. Right, and it's funny that you know. I owned a 3DS. You still have a 3DS. Somewhere. Um, yeah, in, in the ether. But It's becoming a fun saga. Where is Jay's 3DS? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we have this... I, I, I don't know about you, but I never really invested in the virtual console on 3DS. Not much. Partially because that store is awful. Mm. The 3DS store is probably the worst store I've seen on any gaming console uh, since the internet era. And... I've never really invested in the virtual console, and it's funny how much money they can make off of me. They just did some simple stuff with the virtual yeah. console, and that is a great idea. I mean, especially for games that people can, with very little work, emulate, play on their phone, yeah. play on their you know, 10-year-old computer that they've got nothing else to, and then hook it up to a TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure Nintendo sees it as protecting their IP and... Getting the value out of each game, but somebody's not going to pay fifteen dollars for Balloon Fight. Yeah, if they want to play Balloon Fight, they're probably going to play it for ten minutes and be like, "Oh, yeah, great Balloon Fight." Yeah, and it's over. Um, so I think the smartest way to do it is like, yeah, you can have all of them for ten bucks, mm-hmm. you know, every couple months or whatever. So yeah, I, th- I think that that's a no brainer. My next one is a simple one: port we use best games, namely Smash, yep, and Mario Maker. Yeah, um, I think I think Mario Maker is a no brainer. It really is. Smash, I don't know about because they're very protective about like having each console has its Smash game. But with presumably Smash two or three years down the line now, um, maybe two, uh, I think that it makes total sense to get Smash out there, just mm-hmm. like they did with Mario Kart because people are loving Mario Kart again. Yeah, and how how much fun does Smash? Sitting with, you know, side by side if you're going on a road trip or something. That sounds great. And that's tailor-made for those stupid commercials they put out of people (laughs) in like a public park with their two Switches. (laughs) Oh, man, great game of basketball. You want to play Smash on my little tablet? Yeah. So, my next one. Yes. Make a, quote, slim switch. And you know how you make Already? You know how you make the slim switch? It's a lot easier than you think. You just don't put Joy-Cons on it. Mm. And you just put a Pro Controller in there. That's what you bundle it with. Same price? $250. Oh, I like it. Absolutely buy that. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I really like it. Although, I think that's more along the lines of what it's worth. Yes. You know? Yeah. And people... This is going... the, The price of the peripherals on this stupid console are just outrageous. And I would not ever replace a Joy-Con if one of those broke. No. So, but the Pro Controller, which seems like a much more traditional, good, solid controller, yeah. I would be willing to replace if something went wrong with it. Right. You know? Uh, so what? My my bonus thing, just in case we, I'm not too worried about now us crossing over too much. Yeah. Uh, my bonus thing was to cut Switch accessories in half by price. Yeah. Because it's, it's just egregious, mm-hmm. the price of those things. And if these two were, it's a no-brainer if you have the two models... One with two Joy Cons and one with a Pro Controller at the same price. You go with the Pro Controller every time. Yep. There's no there's no reasonable gamer that's probably going to go with the Joy Cons. Yeah. Unless maybe you really like the idea of one two switch or arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess. All right. My uh, my next one. Again, a no brainer, and I I I can't understand why Nintendo hasn't done this two systems ago. You add a trophy system. Hmm. This makes so much sense. People will be playing so much more Zelda, and I know people love Zelda. But if you give them just that little initiative to get that Zelda Platinum or, you know, get all the Zelda trophies or achievements, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, get that gold coin, if you want to call it yeah. that. Like, it, it makes so much sense and would get people buying more games. I know people don't think this matters, but it absolutely matters. Um, PSN research has yeah. shown that if you have a good trophy list, your game sells more, basically. Mm-hmm. And people buy games for trophies. So I, I think that, especially with 
well, all we know about achievements and trophies and how much they've evolved, you could make a killer trophy network. And of course, Nintendo's internet isn't their strong suit, but you can make a killer trophy network and show progress on the trophies and, and all, all of these impressive little things with all of the education from what Xbox and Sony have done and even Steam. Mm-hmm. And I think that this could just sell you more games. Yep. Here's what you do. Okay. So that you don't come off as total hacks ripping yeah. off the other trophy systems that are, what, 11 years old? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think achievements, now. achievements were 06 at the launch of the So here's what you do. Okay. You have, you do it in a fashion that's most similar to Xbox where you have like your score. Yeah. Like you get X points for whatever achievement. Yeah. And you turn those into like a cryptocurrency. Mm. And you just have them buy like skins. Kind of like they did with and just uh, like, the games you bought. What was that called? You used to get like with little like DS games. Yeah. You get like a little card you could scan in and get like 50 Nintendo points or whatever it was. Yeah. And then you could get like a duffel bag at like 10,000 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Or not even, not, it doesn't even have to be like physical things. You could be like, Link. Has a blue tunic now. Yeah, here's you know? a theme. Yeah, stuff like that. Because yeah. here's this profile picture. At least then you feel like you've earned something, right? You know, and you feel like you've earned something with play, like trophies and uh, achievements. Yes, but then Nintendo's would be at least a little bit different. So. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. All right. So my next one: mm-hmm. make a relatively inexpensive, and I said around thirty dollars. Okay. Switch battery life extender. Ooh. Just to add five or six more hours. It's a smart idea. Just because uh, I can't like, what's the word? Like, two or three hours playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think on so. a Switch, like that's not going to motivate me to really take the Switch on a lo- like any kind of any kind of long journey that I'm right. taking. Yeah, but something like that, where you could get seven, maybe eight hours. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, to take something that powerful on the go. But obviously, it's going to take something pretty substantial. So if they could get that down to like a reasonable like phone charger box kind of size, yeah, yeah, I think that's more than worth it at thirty dollars. Yeah, I think that's a really smart idea. Something I didn't even think about. Yeah. Uh, my my next one is fix the online plan with it because what we've seen pitched and we don't know if this is true or not. Oh, okay. Is that you get. An NES or SNES game for the month, but you only get it for that month, and then at the end of the month, you you're, you're, you don't get it anymore. Yeah. You make it like PlayStation Plus. If you're a member, you get it forever. An NES game, an SNES game, and either an N64 or GBA game wow. every month. I, again, they have such a back catalog. And I know these are kind of... Uh, of course, all these ideas don't have to mesh together. Yeah. This doesn't have to go with the plan that we talked they about. They can do one of these things and be better off. Right. Um, these are all standalone. So I think that this makes a ton of sense and gives a little value to your online services. More than, hey, you get it for this month and it's gone by. Yeah. It's a it's a cluster over there, man. It is. Like, I... And this... You know, they haven't implemented their subscription service yet. Mm. And I... Ooh, I'm itching to see when they do. Cause oh, I, me too. Because people are just going to be crying all the time, whining on the internet. Just oh, this is so dumb. But they're going. A lot of people are still going to buy. Like, still going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. But I hope that bombs would be awesome. <laughs> me uh, too. So, oh, I love this one, dude. Okay, here's what. The, and this is this is about this pipe dreamy. I have a couple that are. Yeah, this one and one of my other ones are really pipe dreamy. Okay. But it would be so awesome. So here's what you do. And I'm just I'm giving you money, Nintendo. Just do it. Okay? Swallow the pride that you have and eat it and do this. Make the virtual console an app on every console. Make it gaming Netflix. You like just have an app on PlayStation. It's the Nintendo Virtual app mm. where you pay $10 a month. And you, you don't even have to include all your systems on there. You could just do like up through the SNES. People would do it. I I also have announced the Nintendo app for Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Yeah, it makes so much sense. I know that they want to keep everything in-house, and I respect that. But I agree with you. There's no reason. Because people... All right. 
We said we would buy a Switch for N64 and GameCube Virtual Console if done right. Yeah. Not this weird, like, oh, you get a game every month. Yeah. Or them costing, like, $35 or $40 a pop. But we're not buying it for NES and SNES stuff right now. No. Because we would own one if we were. So what's the harm in putting it on consoles we do own? Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you we buy that. I guarantee it. Like, oh my god, you give Nintendo games trophies? It's over. That's what people are playing for a month. Like, it makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating when you really think about it. Yeah. It's funny we both went to like, all right, they gotta go third party. Like, at least a little bit. And I, I think it'd be a cool, like, goodwill sign. And maybe PlayStation ports uh, some Vita games over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there could be crossover now. We're not in this console war space like we were, you know, 20 years ago. But I think that everybody kind of plays nice now. This would be a great goodwill sign from the, you know, the most legacy of the the three big ones right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they started this off, who knows? Maybe we could get, you know, Master Chief Collection on PS4. Maybe we could get, you know, Nathan Drake Collection on Xbox. You know, this could this could really start something. I mean, it's a very and make money for everybody from a marketing perspective. It's not going to make it's going to make people more likely to buy a Switch. When you play, like, say you've played now, you know, up through Super Mario World on mm. your PlayStation, and you get nostalgic again. Oh, I want to play this new Mario game. You got to buy a Switch. And also, so. it reminds people of why they love Nintendo. Yeah. You know, I, I, I guess I refer to myself as like a lapsed Nintendo fan because they haven't done really anything for me recently. But if if you give me NBA Jam or, you know, things I loved on Super Nintendo. You give me all the Mario games from that way up. You know, you get, you know, all the all the games that we, we love from Nintendo era. And stuff, some stuff I haven't played, like the early Final Fantasies and, mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. And then I realized, oh man, Nintendo's great. They have a great history. Let's try the Switch. I mean, I think that you will shift people's kind of oddly tainted... Uh, Thoughts about Nintendo, because some people, you know, have soured on Nintendo, and rightfully so, I think, in, in some regards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's such a no-brainer. Yeah, and here's the intriguing thing, too. You you pay this, uh, say it was $10, say it's like Netflix, $10 a month. Yeah. You're doing, the, when you buy it, you're doing that for just the few games that you've picked out that you want. Yeah. Like, for me, it would be Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario 3, yeah. you know, a lot of the games like that. The Mega Man games. Mega Man. Uh, Castlevania stuff. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to play Symphony of the Night, games like that. Me too. Uh, okay, so you pick those games out. That's the reason you're buying it. Although, Symphony of the Night, was that SNES? I thought that was like PS1 era. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not a, I don't really know anything about Castlevania. No, it's something... I, I tweeted that out the other day. That it's, some, it's a series I'd like to learn more about. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Didn't, uh, mean, didn't mean to interrupt. Well, see... Okay, so you're paying this up front already. Super Metroid. Then you're just going to play the other games that are available... Yep. And then you're just going to be more likely to play the sequels to those games. Yep. It's just such a cyclical thing. Like, like you let's say you get you've played Final Fantasy four or something. Yeah. And then you see Final Fantasy seven remake is coming out, and you're like, oh, maybe I should give this a try. You know, it makes too much sense. It does, and that's why they won't do it. You could even put that on Vita. Yeah. And then you've got just this. Then you've got the mindset of people going, oh man, it's great to have portable Nintendo games. Too bad the N64 is not on this one. Oh, hey, there's this portable system that has the N64 stuff. I mean, I think you if you do this, you could sell Switches to people who don't even play newer games. Mm-hmm. It could be a legacy thing. Like, oh man, that'd be great. I, I saw that my kid has his PS4 and he's playing Mario. See what Nintendo's up to. You know what I mean? Like, You can just remind people of why they love you. Yeah. And a similar move, my next point, is... Uh, Announce the SNES Classic. Yeah. It's happening. Here's my thing. It's $60. The controller cord's a lot longer or wireless. And it's 60 games. Ooh. Because NES Library is great. But the NES Library, in my opinion, is very top-heavy. So it's like, there are a lot of amazing games on the NES. And then there's a lot of weird stuff. Mm. Because it's you know people are trying it out. And there are just fewer games on the NES. Super Nintendo has a ton of games that are great, and a ton of games that are weird and you should know about, and a ton of terrible games. Like I, I think, I think honestly, what they might do is 
do Super Nintendo Classic Volume One. Yeah, and they might do Volume Two next year. I mean, they're, 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 that library is so big. And It'd be cool if they actually had like a cartridge slot. Oh, that would be great. That would be cool. Like season one, season two. Yeah. Um, Printing money here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hire us. Uh, but you you know, you know, get a dollar a game. Who's going to pass that up? No one. No one's going to pass that up. I'd buy it. I would too. In an instant. If I could find it. But of course. You know something I'm not going to buy? Uh, Wii U games. I was just going to say a new 2DS XL. <laughs> right, yeah. Here's, you know what I said here? Make the new 2DS XL $100. Okay. Because that's... I that's thought about worth. it, and I'm like, that's about what, probably what people would pay for it at this point. Yeah. Now, this... Like, are people really going to pay $250 for one of these? Is that how much it is? Is it that much? I thought it was 150 I was 150 My bad. But still. Uh, yeah. You, you point, gotta... The sl- point still stands. Yeah. Like, people don't want to overpay for something like this when they... First of all could pay like $30 for a used 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they could just shell out big time and get a Switch. Right. So I would just go ahead and slash the price on this thing as soon as possible. Yeah. Sell as many as you think you can sell at $150, which should be like 10 <laughs> And then just cut your losses and move forward. Yeah. Because this thing is really like, this is really a thing that the world would be exactly the same without it existing. It's a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah. I agree. It's stupid. Uh, since we talked about the uh, Nintendo app and the uh, the season pass, I'm on to my ninth of my ten. Where are you at? I have three left. Okay. Uh, this one is... Make the next core Pokemon game exclusive to the Switch. Mm-hmm. It's done with 3DS... It's now on the Switch. You can play it at home on your beautiful, beautiful big TV, or you can take it with you on the train or on the plane or on the automobiles. Uh-huh. Uh, and in the automobiles, don't play it on automobiles. Well, I was trying to do the planes, trains, and automobiles thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now I, I didn't jump in on your RPG point here because I just mean the next Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Assuming it's a more, you know. Uh, it's not a paradigm shift in the Pokemon sure. franchise. And I think that it could be smart to pack in Pokemon Red and Blue, or Fire Red and Leaf Green, whatever you want to call it. Or whichever version you want to do. Yeah. Um, as a, a buy-in, similar to the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't charge extra for it, but just like, no. hey, here you go. Here's this. Play it, too. Mm-hmm. That makes all the sense in the world. All right, Tanner. There's yep. one game. That I think would be a big boost to the Switch. Okay. Guess what it is. Boost. F-Zero. Rocket League. Oh! Oh, that's a great pick. I think Rocket League that's makes all the sense pick. in the world on the Switch. It's a great pick. It's Because that's one of those games that would make sense in their stupid commercials. Yeah. Of just people, let's play some Rocket League. That could actually catch on. Because yeah. Rocket League is one of those games that has permeated... Everybody plays Rocket League. Yeah. Like, you know. We play Rocket League all the time. Like, it's just caught on. And it's it's a potential thing. I was looking into it a little bit. Like, they're looking into it over there at Psionics about potentially putting it on the Switch. Yeah. And all the impetus is on them because you know Nintendo's like, please. Sure. Bring this game to us. Yeah. We would love to have it. And uh, talk about a game that would be incredible portable. Exactly. Because I don't think any game in recent memory... Has nailed the jump in and play for 30 minutes thing like Rocket League. Mm-hmm. You can play two or three games in 30 minutes. It's great. And then you're done. So like you can just put it back in your backpack or whatever. And then, okay, it's yeah. off to class or wherever you're going. Yeah. Wouldn't sell me on a Switch, but it would. No, it, but it would, would help. Yeah, or not even. It's like. It would help I'm the trying cause. To, I'm trying to help them help themselves. Sure. Like, this would help them. Honestly, though, if you bought a Switch, would you not consider buying Rocket League for Oh, I think about it, yeah. Yeah, especially Rocket- we didn't like. It's because we didn't play for, pay for it. Sorry, on yeah. PS4. Pay it on the road. P- play it on the road. You yeah. got me doing it. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so my last one that I have uh, you know, dialed up. You have two more, so we'll just yeah. discuss your two. One of mine's short, and then we'll go from there. The one game that I feel like will take advantage of the Joy-Con is Mario Party. So announce it and release it next summer. I'm saying just go. I, I love mean, Mario Party. I do too. Mini games can't be that hard to develop. I mean, 
I'm sure they're difficult to develop and to keep getting fresh experiences and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as time, once you get the, I'm sure ideation is the most of the mini games. And yeah. Figuring it out is, is pretty simple. I would assume. I don't know anything about game development, but um, I think that 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 just is is the one thing I could see them really pitching the Joy Cons on and working. Yeah. Like, oh, here's all your four friends. Now try to shake your character off this pedestal, and it's just like I, I'll agree. I would be all about it. Yeah, I love I, Mario Party. I do too. Mario Party's great. All right. My number nine, just to throw it out there. Okay. Whatever backwards idiot one wanted to do voice chat on a telephone. <laughs> uh, just, I forgot that was a thing. Just put a freaking app on the Switch to make it do it's it. So stupid. It is. So, that's probably the like. A lot of these other things are, you know, it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> so stupid. are antiquated and yeah, just. Not necessarily business savvy, sure. but this is probably the single most backwards thing they've done. Yeah, I don't get it, man. <laughs> I don't get it at all. So just change that. That's all I'll say. Just don't make it what you're making it right now. Just change it, please. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for them. Me too. I'm embarrassed for whatever tech was just like, yeah, man, people are on their phones all the time. Let's just put an app on there. <sighs> so they have a headset connected to their phone while they're holding this thing, but they want sound out of it too, so get a splitter. I don't know. All right, so my last one, and talk about pie in the sky. Okay. You're talking about the Pokemon RPG. That's too. That's too pedestrian. They don't need. They like. That's just child's play. You know what they should do? They should make every single Pokemon game released up until this point <laughs> available on the Switch. With an interconnected trading network between all of them. <laughs> New sprites and all for the old games. <laughs> how many how many generations are there now? Seven. <laughs> so it's like But there have been some games that have been multiple generations. Right. Well it's every like, let's say ten games. Every game with the the next generation had the Pokemon of the generation before it. Right. So you don't have to update the newest games. But you have to update the seventh with the eighth. The 6th with the 7th and the 8th. The 5th with the 6th and the 7th and the 8th. If they did that and had a hub where you could freaking trade a freaking Charmander from Pokemon Red to Pokemon Moon, they win. You win the video game. You win video games if you do that. You might as well just throw in Pokemon Go and all the people you hatch you can play with now. Yeah. Well... You've got me thinking about Pokemon Go. Remember that? Remember when we were into Pokemon Go? That was a hot second. Yeah. It was cool for a little while. It was cool until you realized that it really sucked. And there was nothing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Just flicking great balls at these stupid Pidgeys for like two hours. (laughs) On that note, do you have anything else you'd like to say about Nintendo? We love you. Just, just. Just hire someone that knows. If you what don't doing. change the cell phone thing, I'll hate you. Yeah, I'll that's, stop that, loving that's, you. That's real. Stu- that's real stupid. As always, I've been Tanner. That's Jay. What do you think Nintendo could do to help them suck just a little bit less? Let us know in the comments, and don't forget to like. It's this guy. Share. You're not gonna do the gesture I did earlier. What was it? Oh, <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> uh, Wait, isn't the subscribe like a little plus button? I don't know. And subscribe? No, that's Power Ranger now. All right. As always, take care of the dorm while we're gone. This is a weird ending. Bye? <laughs>